0: 60, treatment a few weeks in order to ensure himself against the possibility of a relapse, and discontinued his correspondence with us, whereas it is in precisely such cases that we recommend the treatment to be not too abruptly discontinued, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, gentlemen your kind favor, thoughtfully inquiring after my health, came duly to hand, in answer, Permit me to say that it was not my intention to take further treatment as I considered my cure to be perfect, all local and general symptoms having wholly subsided before I had finished the month's course, and thus far manifesting no disposition to a return. However, in the light of your wisdom and experience, I have reconsidered the matter and now believe with you that another month's course of treatment is advisable, in order effectually to guard against the possibility of a relapse. I accordingly enclose you the price of the additional month's course, the second morning after commencing the use of your medicines I awoke refreshed in body and mind, and this experience has been repeated every morning since, the emissions were arrested at once, and I have not had a single unnatural discharge since, except once when I experienced a slight nocturnal emission, which, however, was followed by no depressing after effects, but altogether the reverse. I feel so much stronger and better in all respects that it is a positive pleasure for me to do a hard day's work now. Respectfully. B. Crystal Lake. Wis. Case 86.291. This gentleman had suffered during 11 years from seminal weakness as the result of indiscretions in youth, nocturnal emissions were present, and there was also a seminal loss with the urine. And at school, the patient's memory was greatly impaired and his mind otherwise affected from the vital drain, he was dyspeptic his bowels were costive, and threatening symptoms of consumption had already begun to manifest themselves when he came under our care, two months of our special treatment, at the patient's home, effected a perfect and permanent cure, and completely arrested all abnormal seminal losses, the following grateful letter is from the gentleman in question, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, gentlemen permit me to say that, six months after having discontinued your treatment, my care remains perfect. This great permanent and enduring benefit was secured to me through only two months of your skillful treatment and careful management of my case. Your medicines had a wonderful control over my disease, driving away its terrible symptoms as if by magic, they imparted to me a new power, filled my body and mind with unusual vigor, and transformed me from one wracked with pain and living death or worse, to a full measure of health and happiness. I feel that if I had not been opportunely and successfully treated by you, that my life would have been permanently blighted, and that the happy and contented mind that now inspires these lines would ere this have been dethroned of reason. I feel that you have been my savior. I have not had a single kernel emission since leaving your treatment, six months ago. Thanking you, gentlemen, from the depths of a grateful heart, I remain, your obedient servant, GKUtah, Skylar Company NY did the interest of our readers demand it. We could add to the preceding list an almost endless number of extracts from letters written by grateful patients, expressing their heartfelt thanks for having been cured of spermatoria and impotency by our treatment. But we have we trust given sufficient to illustrate our great success in dealing with these maladies. A caution to the afflicted. We are daily consulted by persons suffering from spermatoria and impotency who have been victimized by ignorant charlatans. Some seek to dupe and swindle the unwary by claiming to have themselves been cured of spermatoria or impotency by some prescription, which they offer to send free to any sufferer. When the prescription is obtained it is found to consist of a few articles well known to every druggist, coupled with certain arbitrary and fictitious terms, and known to everybody and not to be found in any medical work extant. Following the prescription is a modest suggestion that if it cannot be filled by the home druggist, The benevolently disposed party furnishing the prescription will be pleased to send the medicine, already prepared, for from three to five dollars, of course, the whole scheme from beginning to end being a swindle. When the medicine is obtained and taken it proves entirely useless, skill and genuine merit do not go begging. Men who spend hundreds of dollars for the publication of advertisements offering to give away valuable information can always be safely set down as swindlers. In the public prints will be found advertised various ready-prepared, put-up, or proprietary, so-called, remedies, specifics, boluses, pastilles, rectal pearls, urethral crayons, voltaic belts, galvanic belts, batteries, and, pads, all recommended as infallible remedies for spermatoria and impotency. A vast experience in the treatment of these affections has satisfied us that each case must be studied and treated according to the symptoms manifested, and that medicines that are adapted to a one stage of the disease are entirely unsuited to other stages of the same case. No, pad, or, battery and pad, galvanic, or, voltaic belts, battery, bolus, or, soluble crayon, ever did or can help a case of this disease, except it be in the imagination. Although the proprietors of the most popular proprietary medicines in the market, medicines carefully adapted to the cure of the diseases for which they are recommended, yet, should we attempt to get up a general remedy to cure spermatoria and kindred maladies, we are certain it would be an utter failure, and this is entirely true of all such preparations now and heretofore offered for sale, and, from the very nature of the diseases they are recommended to cure, ever must be. Each case must have medicines carefully prepared to meet the conditions present, and when these conditions, from the effects of treatment or other causes, change, the treatment must be varied accordingly. Positive injury instead of benefit often results from the employment of some of the nostrums advertised for the cure of spermatoria, impotency and kindred affections, especially have we found that the use of soluble urethral crayons, boluses, pastilles, and kindred contrivances, which are so extensively advertised, are exceedingly injurious, and often render otherwise moderate and simple cases, complicated and incurable, although of pretended French origin, they are evidently the invention of an ignoramus, who knows nothing of the delicate anatomy of the generative organs or of the proper treatment of the diseases incident thereto, for none other would have thought of such a preposterous plan of treatment. No man should insert such absurdly devised and mischief breeding contrivances into his urethra-urinary canal, for thereby he is almost sure to do himself a permanent injury, so far from having been invented by an eminent French surgeon. As claimed, such treatment is entirely unknown in France, and ever has been, as the writer well knows from personal observation and inquiry while sojourning in that country and visiting its most noted hospitals and medical institutions, all the various trophies boluses, wafers, suppositories, pearls, rectal pearls, rectal capsules, and other contrivances which are recommended for the cure of spermatoria and kindred weaknesses, and which are designed to be employed by inserting them into the lower bowel rectum, and there permitting them to dissolve, are only so many irrational and filthy devices for duping the ignorant and innocent sufferers from these maladies, an alluring swindle, a still more enticing, and hence more dangerous. Device for swindling unfortunate sufferers is the widely advertised vacuum treatment or appliance so loudly and plausibly recommended for developing weak and wasted organs. A simple, little, brass air pump connected with a glass tube or cylinder fitted with a valve at one end, which costs not to exceed one dollar and a half. Is the worthless device palmed off on the confiding ones at from fifteen to thirty dollars? This is done under the false pretense that its daily use to pump blood into the weak or wasted organs, will cause their development and growth. Thousands have invested their hard-earned cash in this worse than worthless, injurious, contrivance. In fact the head of the concern putting out this alluring device is said to have amassed a fortune out of the nefarious business, so far from benefiting anyone. Out of several hundreds of cases that have come under our personal observation, in which this apparatus has been faithfully used for a long period of time, we have never met with a single case that had derived the slightest benefit therefrom. On the contrary, we have been called upon to examine many who have been seriously injured by its use. The sudden congestion or filling and overdistention of the delicate blood vessels of the organ operated upon, caused by placing it in a vacuum, is liable to a rupture these minute vessels causing the infiltration of blood into the tissues and giving rise to inflammation, and in some cases, to suppuration, mortification, sloughing and death. In other cases, the blood vessels of the organ and adjacent parts are so weakened by the strain put upon them as to induce varicoseal and other diseased conditions. In spermatoria, it is the worst possible thing that can be applied, for by forcing an undue amount of blood into the part the sensitiveness of the organ is increased irritation is set up in the deep urethra, and the emissions are increased in frequency, in this, and other ways, hundreds of men but slightly out of health have been permanently injured, but this is only a small part of the story connected with the reprehensible business of palming off, the vacuum developing and strengthening appliance, the precious rascals, not content with making from a thousand to fifteen hundred percent, profit on the miserable device furnished. While advertising $15.15.00 as the price of the appliance and accompanying preparations for ordinary cases, make a general practice when they have secured the $15.15.00 of sending it by express with a bill to be collected on delivery for $15, $15.00 more. With this bill they send an explanation that on re-examining the case they found it necessary or thought it advisable who send their stronger and more expensive preparations and appliances for the worst cases and so have charged $15.00 more to cover the extra expense, it is astonishing that there are those who can be induced to part with their money for such claptrap devices, and still more so that having been duped and swindled out of their hard-earned money through false pretenses and promises of benefit held out to them. They should submit quietly to such extortion and not have the swindlers arrested and prosecuted for obtaining money under false pretenses as they richly deserve. For what crime can be more deserving of punishment than the holding out of false hopes and pretenses to the unfortunate? Employing the United States males for swindling is a pretty dangerous business, and sooner or later these rascals will, we predict, find it out to their sorrow. They are pretty sure to get hold of some men ere long who will invoke the aid of the United States District Attorney to bring them to justice. Young man, if you have, through ignorance, fallen into practices that had arrested your physical growth and development in any of your organs or parts, shun all such unscientific and worse-than-worthless contrivances as you would shun a pestilence, no matter how plausible the web of arguments woven to entrap you, be assured, they are the utterance of knaves who care not what false hopes they encourage so they secure your money consult only those whose well-known skill, experience and integrity will ensure honest dealings and the most scientific treatment known to the healing art, and who supply the latter at reasonable cost. Be assured also, that when, through proper treatment, your weakness and functional derangements are overcome, the parts that have suffered therefrom, will regain all the strength and development possible to impart to them through the aid of the physician's skill. Nature often accomplishes wonders in this direction when egged by the skillful practitioner. or Enlarged veins of the scrotum sometimes called false rupture probably no affection of the generative organs has been given more attention by surgeons than this. Its great frequency, being present in about one-third of all cases of spermatoria, and its disposition to a result in impotency and wasting away of the testicles, bring it constantly before the profession. Illustration, figure 2. Testicle wasted from varicocele. The enlarged and torturous veins are shown to be about as large as the testicle. Causes Varicocele commonly results from long-continued fatiguing exercise, in the upright position, heavy lifting, jumping, straining, severe constipation, injuries from horseback riding, bicycle riding, especially the latter, or any obstruction or obstacle to the free return of blood through the spermatic veins. Self-abuse and excessive sexual indulgence are also prolific causes of varicocele. When the spermatic veins are overdistended to such an extent that their tonicity is impaired, they gradually lose their capacity for transmitting the blood, and a slowly increasing enlargement and tortuously of veins results, on, becoming steadily more marked, until the pressure of the engorged vessels upon the spermatic cord impedes the full circulation of blood in the testicle and causes a wasting and softening of this gland. A loss of sexual power and increasing weakness of the generative organs generally follow this gradual destruction of the testicle, and sometimes total and incurable impotency results. This affection is also designated by the terms circoceal and spermatoceal. It consists of an enlargement or varicose condition of the veins of the scrotum or spermatic cord, and affects the left side more frequently than the right. This is due to the fact that the spermatic veins of that side are longer, more dependent and tortuous, and consequently, support a greater column of blood than the other side, the enlarged veins feel like a bundle of earthworms, the knotty and tortuous vessels sometimes form quite a large tumor, which island now ever, but rarely sensitive to the touch, yet sometimes causes a feeling of weight in the scrotum and loins, and sometimes produces a sensation of numbness in the thighs, when varicoceal of an aggravated or largely developed type is present, associated with any weakness of the generative organs, as spermatoria or impotency, it must be cured before the organs can regain a healthy condition, as by the constant pressure of the abnormal quantity of blood and enlarged veins upon the spermatic cord, arteries, and testicles, the irritability, weakness, and wasting, are increased, the use of suspensory bandages, with strongly astringent lotions, will, in mild cases, produce relief and many times cure, except in the worst cases, It is well to try these means before resort is had to operative surgical treatment, unless the patient is anxious to be cured in a more speedy manner. The treatment by suspensory bandage and lotions is necessarily somewhat slow in producing remedial results, yet, many quite well-marked cases have, in our experience, been cured by such means perseveringly applied, although many who have been unable to come to us for an operation have been cured by suspensory bandages and our improved lotions applied to the affected parts. In all cases in which the veins are very much enlarged, we recommend the sufferers to come here and undergo our surgical treatment, which is painless in its execution and radical in its results. It has been recognized by physicians and surgeons for over a century, that in bad cases of varicocella cure can only be certainly and permanently affected by operation. Many have been the methods of operation advanced by the prominent surgeons of every age, but all have met with such an alarming mortality, that they have been one by one abandoned, except as a last resort in extremely bad cases. A late offer gives the percentage of deaths from the various old operations, now in general use throughout this country and Europe, as varying from 7 to 15 percent, of all cases. In contrast to this, we point with pride to our records by which we are shown to have operated upon over a thousand cases by our original method, obtaining in each and every instance a perfect cure, without a single alarming symptom or a death ensuing. This we think is sufficient evidence of the perfect safety of the operation and its superiority over every other method. So every sufferer with the disease, we would recommend it as a positive means of securing a permanent cure. Various worse-than-useless devices are advertised by quacks, who, as a class, are afraid to undertake surgical treatment for the cure of varicoseal. One has what he calls a varix clamp, or clasp, to be worn upon the enlarged veins. Many compressors and other equally useless devices are advertised and sold for the same purpose. These are not only perfectly worthless, but positively dangerous in their application. The pressure they make upon the spermatic cord, nerves, and artery, is very apt to result in impotency and a rapid wasting away of the testicles. Patients should avoid all the catchpenny devices recommended for varicocele, as none of them are worth the moment's consideration. Even a moderate degree of morbid enlargement of the spermatic veins will sometimes cause such engorgement and obstruction to the free circulation of the blood in the testicle, as to cause gradual wasting or shriveling of that organ. In some cases the morbid condition will give rise to seminal weakness, or spermatoria, Many of these cases that can only be cured by surgery, are trifled with by quacks, who attribute the spermatoria, or loss of semen, to everything else than its true cause varicocele. To illustrate, Mr. B of Colorado, applied at the Invalid's Hotel and Surgical Institute, a few years ago, and said he had for five years been troubled with nightly emissions of semen and his testicles were gradually wasting away. He had been under the treatment of men making great pretensions as specialists, to whom he had paid several hundred dollars in the vain hope of getting cured of spermatoria. They treated him with medicines only, and did him no good whatever. On examination, we found a very varicose or enlarged condition of the left spermatic veins, and gave it as our opinion that the seminal loss was wholly due to this abnormal condition and could only be cured by an operation that would remove the varicocele. The operation was promptly performed. In two days he was able to leave his bed, and in a week started home to Colorado. Some months thereafter we received a letter from him wherein he said, the enlarged veins continued to absorb and grow less and less, until, in a few weeks time, all unnatural enlargement had disappeared. With a steady improvement in the condition of the veins, I experienced corresponding improvement in my general health, and the seminal losses grew less and less, and finally, long ago, disappeared entirely. I feel that my manhood, with all the powers that should belong thereto, are mine to enjoy. In other words, my restoration to health is complete. Had I saved the large amount of money that I fooled away on those quacks, and given it all to you, I feel that you would then have been only fairly paid for the great good you have done me. The foregoing is but a fair sample of letters that we are almost constantly receiving from those who have pursued useless treatment for spermatoria, dependent upon varicoseal and have been spadily cured by our never-failing operation for this malady, among the great variety of operations in surgery for various diseased conditions, performed by our surgeons, none have been attended with more uniform satisfaction, and perfect success, than has our operation for varicoseal, a painless operation, by the injection of a few drops of a medicated solution under the skin, at the point where the incision is to be made, we are now able to produce such complete local anesthesia as to render the operation entirely painless without the administration of either chloroform or ether this is an important consideration as many are averse to taking chloroform or ether and now that we are possessed of an agent that produces locally complete insensibility to pain we are very glad to be able to dispense with their use in all such minor operations many examinations heretofore very painful as of the bladder for stone and of the deep urethra four strictures, are now rendered entirely painless by the use of this wonderful agent. A great variety of surgical operations are now performed by our surgeon specialists, without any suffering on the part of our patients, by the local use of an anesthetic solution injected into the parts to be operated upon. Formerly we were obliged either to administer chloroform or ether, or subject our patients to a great deal of suffering. Our specialists were among the first surgeons in this country to employ local anesthesia successfully. We regard it as a great boon to our patients, and never withhold it in any case where it can be employed to prevent suffering. Its use being attended with no danger and followed by no bad or disagreeable results. Our painless operation, having operated with unvarying success, during the past 25 years, upon several thousand cases of varicoseal. At the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute, we now invite special attention to the results of our peculiar operation, which is neither severe nor dangerous, and from which the patient makes a much more rapid, and in every respect more satisfactory, recovery than from other operations in use by surgeons generally. In our practice we have never failed to secure the happiest results from our operation. The saving of time is also of importance to the laboring man as well as to the millionaire instead of being confined to his bed for 10 to 20 days, and to his room for a month or more, as is the case following other operations, the patient is not confined to bed at all, and can generally return home in a week or 10 days at the longest, the only precaution necessary is that he should, for a reasonable time after the operation, wear a well-fitting suspensory bandage, this can, in a little time, be entirely dispensed with When we contrast these results with those obtained from ligation, graduated pressure by clamps, suture pins, or the slicing off of a part of the scrotum, and suturing, or stitching, the wide gaping wound so caused, as is practiced today by other surgeons, the marked superiority of the results obtained, through our superior method of operating on this affection, must be apparent. A very large part of those cured by our treatment have previously spent far more money for worthless, electric suspensories, equable scroll compressors, scroll clamps, various rings, and other gin cracks, than was paid us for a radical and permanent cure. Some of these instruments are so formidable as to suggest the racks and thumbscrews of the Middle Ages. Such useless appliances often weaken the scrotal muscles by the unnatural compression which they produce and make the discomfort far worse when they are discontinued than before their use. For such cases as cannot come to us at once for an immediate and perfect cure, we have a common sense method of treatment, comparatively inexpensive, that gives relief and comfort in all cases, and in mild cases often affects a complete cure. This treatment leaves the scrotum and its contents in an improved, strengthened and more healthful state testimonials, if the following letters had been written by your nearest, most respected and trustworthy neighbors, they could not be entitled to more confidence than they now are, coming, as they do, from intelligent citizens, each one of whom, in his own neighborhood, enjoys the full confidence of all his acquaintances, these letters are taken at random from among hundreds of similar ones, received from former patients of ours, residing in all parts of the United States and Canada and if it would add anything to the endorsement in the way of giving greater confidence in our ability to treat successfully the malady under consideration, we could multiply the letters which we here introduce many times over. To publish more, however, would seem to be tedious repetition, for there necessarily must be a sameness in all such letters testifying to our skill, and we must, therefore, be content to arrest our case with the limited number of endorsements which we have room for only in this volume. V.A.R.I.C.O.C.A.L.E., a perfectly painless operation, patient smokes a cigar and talks with the surgeons while operation is being performed, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, gentlemen I suffered with varicocele at the age of 9 years, caused by a fall, and doctored for same about 15 years, and obtained no relief, renowned surgeons of Pittsburgh, New York, and other cities pronounced my case incurable, I heard of the Invalid's Hotel. Number 663 Main Street, Buffalo, NY and entered it as a last resource. On the third day after entering the institution I was treated. And during the operation which was a painless one, I smoked a cigar and talked with the operating surgeons. Feeling no pain whatever, I remained in the hotel one week. And during that time I never once was unable to walk to the elevator and had my meals in the dining room. The tables were laden with the best the country can produce. It is truly, the Invalid's Hotel, or rather home, as the clerks and nurses are very kind, attentive and social, will add, that I am permanently cured, and advise any person thus afflicted not to hesitate entering the Invalid's Hotel for treatment, respectfully, A.J. Seth, Lucinda, Clarion Company Penna. V.A.R.I.C.O.C.A.L.E., Fairview, Sandpeth Company Utah, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo. N.Y., gentlemen I feel it my duty to thank you for the benefit I received at your institution during the month of December, 1892. I was afflicted with varicocele on the left side, which caused me a great deal of trouble and almost made me feel at times that I did not want to live any longer if I could not be restored to soundness again. Hearing of your skill in the treatment of varicocele I determined to give you a trial, which I accordingly did and with gratifying results for now I am as sound and well as a gold dollar. The operation which was performed on me at your institution for the permanent cure of varicoseal was, to my great surprise, entirely painless and performed in a much briefer time than I expected. I only remained at your noble institution ten days after the operation, at the end of which time I returned to my home at Chatham Hill, Smythe Company VA. When I got home I experienced very little soreness from the operation and I felt that I could enjoy life fully. About six months after, I got married and came to Utah where I now reside, and I am very much pleased to say that I am now as sound and well as ever, and very happy in my married state. When I went to a year institution I was surprised to see such a great number of young men from almost every state in the union, who had come there to be operated upon for varicoseal. And they all told me that the operation was painless to them, as it also was to me. And they said they were fast improving and were glad they had come there for treatment. I never experienced such great and unprecedented kindness as I did during the 10 days I was at the Invalid's Hotel. I had an excellent room well furnished, plenty to eat, and was treated with the kindness of a mother by the nurses and attending physician. I advise all who are afflicted with varicocele to go to your institution at once for an operation. Which I assure them they will never regret. Trusting that those who require an operation of any kind, or who are afflicted in any way, may go to your institution and be restored to health. And again thanking you for my restoration to health and your great kindness and good treatment of me while I was with you. I remain, yours very truly, William F. Petz P.S. My sister's life was saved by your favorite prescription. WFPBARICOCALE. World's Dispensary Medical Association. Buffalo. And why, gentlemen it is with great pleasure I recommend those suffering from varicoseal to your skillful hands. I suffered with varicoseal for 7 years. Caused by standing behind the counter at business from 7 in the morning until 10 and 12 o'clock at night. In 1888 a friend gave me a copy of your common sense medical advisor. After perusing its pages I was convinced of the genuineness of its doctrine. I immediately started for Buffalo a distance of 1.900 miles. During my stay of 10 days at your institution I was treated with the utmost kindness by the nurses and surgeons, all of whom are expert specialists. The equipment of the institution is something immense. I often think of the appetite those healthy exercises in the treatment room gave me when dinner time came. After being in the institution 3 days I underwent an operation for varicocele an injection of medicine locally making the operation absolutely free from pain. The operation was performed in about 30 minutes. Immediately after which I could walk to my room, and, after resting an hour, descended to the dining room and took my dinner as usual. While at the institution I met numerous persons suffering from varicoseal, and it was quite pleasing to contrast their happy looks as they wished you goodbye, with the haggard appearance they had upon entering. After leaving the institution I traveled about 1.400 miles by rail and 500 miles by water without the least inconvenience which I consider a fair test of the operation. Five years hath passed since that time, and I now feel as sound as it is possible to feel. In conclusion, let me say to those suffering from varicoseal that it is impossible for them to do better than follow my example. Respectfully yours are Care of Caravan, Giz, Bayard, Water Street, St. John's, Newfoundland, V.A.R.I.C.O.C.A.L.E., World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo and why, gentlemen I am a